Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 39 of the Untangling Life Podcast. I'm Rachel, and if you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm so glad you've chosen to listen in today. Today, I am sharing on a topic that's been a struggle for me most of my adult life. It's one of those issues that I think I've beaten, and then it comes back to haunt me. It's a word we hear often throughout the day if we listen closely in conversation, and that one word is worry. You know, our family was blessed to be able to spend some time away from home recently, and we enjoyed each other in nature. But even before we headed back home, I could feel the worries of life begin to creep into my mind and heart, trying to steal those joy-filled moments right out from under me. I did not want my joy-filled moments destroyed, either self-destroyed or Satan destroyed by worry. I'm guessing you don't either. If we have no money, we worry about how and where to get it. If we have money, we worry about how and where to use it. If we have more than enough money, we worry about how to get more money. And that's only from the financial aspect. The same feeling of anxiousness can overtake us in our relationships, daily tasks, responsibilities, and really every aspect of life. Every person on the planet has different worries. My personal definition of worry is to continually think disturbing thoughts. When we fix our minds on disturbing thoughts, then worry is the process of allowing them to permeate our minds, which then commands our behaviors. We begin to act out of faith instead of fear. We begin to dwell on problems over principles. How do we really stop the worrying game before it begins? Today, I wanted to share seven ways that you can curb constant worry. When those worried thoughts start to sabotage our minds, we have to be prepared to send those packing. Check out these seven ways to win over worry. I think one of the most important things we have to do is this first idea to win over worry, and that is to catch the worried thought and call it for what it is, to immediately catch it. When a thought of negative concern first crosses our minds, we must recognize the thought for what it is. And if it's not in line with what God's word tells us to think about, Philippians 4, 8, then we know it needs to be labeled. Paul explains in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. The second thing we can do to win over worry and curb that worry, kick it to the curb, is to give the thought over to God in prayer. When I catch myself in a worried thought, I am training my prayer reflexes to take over the worry. To do this, I restructure the thought into a prayer and lift it up to God. One example of this is when the physical needs of my kids is high. In fact, when you have five children at home, the needs are always high. (laughs) Some of you can relate, but it's easy to let my mind race with the demands. And so I might think something like, how are we going to afford all of this at once? You know, no matter the list, shoes, coats, etc. 
And when I catch myself in those moments of how can we, I force myself to change the phrasing in my mind. And I look back and think, Lord, I know you've provided in the past and you will continue to provide in the future. Help me to choose wisely, provide our needs. And when I haven't been able to capture that thought and immediately lift it in prayer, I often will ask God for forgiveness and try to redirect my thoughts. Then the third way that we can kick worry to the curb is to ask God for direction, wisdom, and guidance in direct connection to the issue that's causing the worry. And so what I like to do is just ask for direction after praying for victory over this worry and giving it to God. I ask God how to help me understand to handle the situation or the issue. Sometimes I will grab a pen and paper and I really believe that God wants us to use the tools and resources he has given us. So if I have a situation where let's say five new pairs of shoes are my worry, I'll estimate how much the shoes are going to cost and write it down. And I'll ask God for guidance and wisdom and I'll begin to write out a few ideas on ways I might be able to earn that money or ways I might be able to manage funds differently. There have been times in my life when God has answered my prayer through an email with a freelance writing contract offer. I knew I was supposed to agree to the work because it was the exact answer to a prayer need I had previously been worrying about and instead chose to pray. Whatever the need is that's clouding my mind with worry, I often write it down in my prayer journal as an act of giving it to God. And this sort of prayer brainstorming, if you will, can be a very powerful tool in our lives. When we see it, when we say it, when we believe God asking for it, then it is incredible how the Spirit will move in our lives. And then number four, combat worry with specific truths from God's word. We, most of us know, we have to tackle the lies of Satan with the truth of God's word. But the problem is sometimes we don't know what scripture to apply to a specific issue. And that's why I love to study the Bible very intentionally on certain themes and topics like we do each month in our Bible reading challenge for our community. If you've never joined in the Bible reading challenge this month, we are studying pure joy, cultivating a happy heart. And I would love to have you join in. It's a great way to get those scriptures into your heart and mind by being a part of the challenge. And then on to number five, what is another way that we can really kick worry to the curb? Use visual Bible verse cards in strategic settings. What do I mean by that? Well, if you have a tendency to worry while you're getting ready in the mornings, then take a bunch of post-it notes and write verses on them that combat the issues that you're having. On the blog, I do have a set of win over worry Bible memory verse cards that are free printables. Get that printable, print it out, And cut those cards up and 
hang them on your mirror in the bathroom. If anxiety takes over work when you're working on an overwhelming task, then choose your cubicle or your laundry room or your garage, wherever your environment can hold a verse in that strategic place where you're tempted to worry, then that is where you want to post the visual so that you can remember God's word in place of worry. And then number six, recognize the need to trust God with your worries over both the past and the future. I believe this is really um, one of the interesting things about worry is that we can't change the past. So worrying over what has happened in the past is so useless. But then if we think about the future, we can't control the future either, right? Only God can do that. So worry really is the absence of trusting God. When we believe that God is who he says he is and that he will do what he says he will do, when we believe that his word is true and he always keeps his promises, then we can choose to win over worry because Jesus has already won the battle. Rather than suffer through worry, we can surrender our worry to the master. I love that. And then number seven, be sure to rest appropriately, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. I think that being at unrest, being weary is a direct result sometimes of, of worry happening, you know, hectic schedules and busy lifestyles. They wear us down, don't they? I've discovered that I am less prone to worry if I'm well rested, if I have some margin in my life, and if not, if I've not been taking good care of myself physically, if I'm not drinking enough water or I'm staying up too late, then worry rears its ugly head much faster because I'm already drained. Rest is a part of God's divine design for this planet and participating in it brings restoration and clarity. What a great way to curb worry just by simply resting when we are prompted to rest. As Corey Ten Boom says, worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. Whether any of these ways to curb constant worry are new ideas to you or reminders of what you already know, Use this treasury of tips to take preventative action, to stop worry in its tracks, and conquer worry in Jesus' name. Each episode of the Untangling Life podcast concludes with a segment called On My Desk. This week on my desk, I have the Pure Joy Cultivating a Happy Heart Bible Reading Plan and Journal. This complements our community Bible reading challenge. If you're ready to cultivate a happy heart, then you will love the Pure Joy Bible Reading Plan. You can find this at rachelwojo.com forward slash blog. Thanks so much for listening today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon.
Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of Million Praying Moms, and I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's Word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's Word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.